something on Discord. Oh, that's you. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. I wasn't really worried about a Discord notification, but thank you. What if you are? <laughs> oh god, who's talking to me again? I hate this. Yeah, and we're live. <laughs> we did it. We Hooray. did it. Yay. I understand the Dice Awards just began. Yeah, sorry look about at, that. Look at on, on Twitch. Yeah. Sorry to yeah, sorry to take you from the Dice Awards if you were hoping to come to Twitch to the internet to not watch us, but you don't have a choice. You have to listen yeah. to Unfortunately, we're the instead. only thing on Twitch right now. That's it. Yeah, the yeah. entire site shut down otherwise. It's really weird. Did you right, imagine yeah, what I was going to say is they, they wanted to have the Dice Awards right now, but we were like, dude, it's set. It's 730 on Thursday. You know what that means? Yeah. Top down perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Or it actually yeah. means at, at seven thirty. It means there's about half an hour until Top Down Perspective starts because mm-hmm. we're always late. It's like mm-hmm. TBS, so. the Superstation. Every time there's fucking baseball season going on, oh, guess what? You don't get to watch anything but baseball now because it just takes over our whole fucking network. It's better than by the way we're, we're doing movies. this podcast on Skype. Oh God, no. <laughs> No, right. not again. The best way to keep in touch. Oh. <laughs> Reaching out to each other. Uh, hey, man, I got to protect this podcast from the feds. Oh, God. From the Skype pigs. Thank God someone's keeping an eye out for us. Yeah, no problem. I'm gonna, it looks like Greg Miller is hosting it along with uh, a lady I don't recognize. Right. Okay. That's the Dice Awards, by the way, not uh, not Skype, in case you're confused. <laughs> Yeah, of course. But uh, I'll let you know if anything cool happens. I got it muted on my end. Uh, I think Greg Miller made a joke. That sounds like him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, did anyone go see uh, Black Panther? No. No. I haven't seen I like the last like five Marvel movies. I'm super behind. Yeah. Me you too, actually. I mean, you can still see Black Panther. It doesn't really relate to the other ones very much. So it's kind of on its own. I heard it's it really has good. kind of important setup for uh, the Avengers one coming out in... What is it? The Infinity Wars uh, or whatever? Infinity War. Yeah, probably, because I know a lot of those characters are in Infinity War. So, mm. uh, but yeah, no, it's real good. Uh, both um, Michael B. Jordan, the villain, and I don't remember the main guy's name uh, are are awesome. I actually really cool. liked the villain. I thought he was very cool. Uh, but yeah, I went and saw that. Cool. The theater was packed. And yeah. Um, uh line out the door we went on friday night which makes sense but yeah everyone was like super stoked for black panther in my area also went and saw early man which i actually liked more which is i don't anyone i don't even know early what is early man this is a this is the latest claymation uh movie from the ardman company uh which you might know as the wallace and gromit people Okay. Uh, okay Yeah, so this is about a uh, a bunch of cavemen who uh, they're just living in this one little isolated area where they're still cavemen, but it's like the Bronze Age everywhere else. And uh, like, you know, everyone clashes and people are trying to take over their area and stuff like that. So they got to get it back. Uh, But, you know, because it's Ardman Company, it's it's lighthearted, it's goofy. It looks great because of the claymation, obviously. Uh, But I, I really loved that movie. So if you're a if you're if you're an animation fan, I would recommend going and see Early Man. And cool. no one would be in the theater, so you can definitely like roll up because everyone's seeing Black Panther. 
cool. Does that. Actually, in um in news relating to uh you know movies and and TV stuff, did you guys see that new trailer for the reboot? Reboot. It's no. awful. Oh, God. It looks so bad. I'll have it to looks look so at bad. it after. Yeah, like uh, I don't know if I'm happy or sad that it's Netflix exclusive because like that means I don't have to see it, or does that mean I'll see it all the time I'm on Netflix? I mean, at least it's easy to find if you do want to watch it. Like, you don't have to, like, get a subscription to somewhere else or go out of your way to get it illegally somehow. Or, you know, if you're going to watch it on TV, I don't know why you would do that. But there's people that have cable subscriptions. My dad, he's not going to watch Reboot. I saw some people complaining, like, someone's... I saw an anecdote. I don't know if this is true or not. Someone said that one of the people that worked on the CG was like, yeah, we we were proud of our work, but we really wish we didn't have any live action stuff. So maybe the yeah. live action stuff does look lame because it literally it just cause it looks like a teen drama. Right. Yeah. Which which is, you know, that's whatever. I'm, but uh, I just don't really I guess I just really liked the old CG and I was hoping it might even like resemble that a little bit. And it completely doesn't. It, it kind of just looks like it's like, like new new age Power Rangers. Someone said it closely resembles Code Lyoko. Do you remember that show? Uh, I guess I do remember that show. Uh, I still think Cold Lyoko looked a little more like old reboot because mm. they kind of looked. I, I don't want to say clay like, but they were more like not realistic super much. I don't know. I could see it a bit, I guess. I'm still siding with the I think it looks like New Age Power Rangers. Um, That is not what I wanted from that reboot. I hope they don't even like reference bob or anyone because i don't want well, them megabytes already in it so they have to I, well i know megabytes in it and i'm kind of hoping like that's just it is they brought the bad guy over but like i kind of don't I, I want i don't even want it to be like the same universe or anything like but I don't there, there's this no is, way we're that lucky it's totally i should give it a chance right I feel, I, no. i'm judging it too soon obviously so i'll probably watch like one or two episodes to see what's like what it's like I shouldn't be this close-minded. I disagree. I mean, I I think the best way to put it is I'm pretty sure it's not for us. I'm pretty sure we're not the target audience. Fans of the original yeah. reboot are not the target audience. Right. Which is weird. Which is weird cuz yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it could which is weird for a reboot of a well-regarded classic franchise. Right. But. Right. Like isn't it isn't it us calling for the reboot the reason they were like we should do this. Look, we have fans. And they were like, but who cares? They're all crotchety old people. With money. We have jobs. Like, we are the audience they should be reaching out to. I guess. Those stupid kids gonna be paying something. I'm not sure which award they're uh, showing right now, but uh, (laughs) I think this might be Game of the Year, because it's like Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Horizon Zero Dawn was there. Uh, I can't remember what else was there. Oh, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. 2017 is so last year, man. Ugh. That's true. Well, to be fair, like, the Oscars haven't happened either yet. I hate the Oscars. That's not a good comparison. <laughs> oh, this is Adventure Game of the Year. Oh. Uh, here, here I'll, get, I'll give you the award when they're about to say it any second now. And the Adventure Game of the Year is Breath of the Wild. All right. Okay. There you go. Wow, there you I go. can't believe it. What a hot take. <laughs> hey, some of us might say that's the best game of 2017. That's true. I would At say one of us. I would say that. probably about thirty-three percent of us. 
would probably yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's me. I did it. Um, so what this means is uh, we basically can't stop the show until the Dice Awards are done. You're supposed to be anonymous. <laughs> One in three shot of anonymous. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's let's transition into the actual meat of this podcast. Uh, this podcast is the top down perspective. Meaty. I, uh, me, uh, Sean Booker's here. Paul Flex here. John Wheeler's here. Did you say I am it's me? It's February 22nd. What? Did you say I am me? Maybe. I mean, that's true. He's proud of being himself. Don't take him okay. down. That's, okay, that's rude. fair enough. <laughs> it's true. I'm a rude dude. So what time is it? Are, How are, dare is you? It, do we have to talk about Skype again? <laughs> no, we got like six more minutes. So they, they got that one for free. There you go. Well, no, that gives us a new buffer then. We got another 15 minutes now. You're right. That's true. Good. Uh, oh, crap. He's the guy from Double Fine. Tim. Tim. What's his last name? Schaefer. Schaefer. Tim Schaefer's on stage now. I don't know what he's doing. Okay. All right. Um, let's go into uh, John. Do you, want, do you want to talk about what you've been playing? Play sure. Uh, I haven't really played much this week at all. I've just been super busy with streaming and stuff and work. But okay. uh, for game clearing on Monday, I ended up picking a bunch of games that were suggested by viewers and tried to beat them. Uh, we played four games and we beat three of them. So uh, it went good for about a five-hour stream. Tim Schafer's sideburns are gray. This is a this is outstanding achievement in character. The character of his sideburns? or No, Bayak from Assassin's Creed Origins. Okay. Which I, I was a pretty good character. I like him. Uh, we got... Oh, we got Senua from Hellblade. Okay. I think that's a, that's a great character there. That one was very cool. Who else we got? Alloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. That's an obvious one, right? I love how John and I don't even need to be here right now. This is great. Yeah, it works for me. All right, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Eden Versio from Battlefront 2. Eden Versio, the, the girl in Battlefront 2. And uh, Chloe from Uncharted Lost Legacy. Can I do anyone else? Do that. That's it. All right. I'll tell you the winner when they reveal it. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on pins and needles. Oh, they're about to reveal it. Hang on. <laughs> What's Tim going to say? The winner of best outstanding character is uh, whatever game this guy worked on and this girl. Why awesome. They, why don't they like... Senua from Hellblade. That's okay. the best outstanding character. Okay. All right, John, what were you playing? I uh, played four games, sub suggestions on Monday. We'll beat three of them. Dino Wars. I, I can never remember the damn name of this. I had to write it down. Destruction of Spondylus. <laughs> it's, you're a little okay. dude with a gun who hops at a giant dinosaur and fights other giant dinosaurs and then hops out of his giant dinosaur to fight Mother Brain. Like seven it looks, times. It looks kind of Contra E, but like yeah, yeah. if Contra downgraded. <laughs> downgraded Contra might not be the bad way to put it. <laughs> it's uh, pretty basic looking. Yeah. Uh, it was only like seven stages long and they were all super short. Like the boss was never hard or anything. Mm. The only thing that usually killed me was missing a jump into a pit. Yeah. So that took about like an hour. Uh, it's all right. Little game. Nice and short. The box art is kind of badass though. You're going for 64 this year, right? Yep. Okay, what are you at? Uh, I want to say 17. Let me double check. 17, yep. Okay. 
Is that on track? I didn't. How many do you have to do each month? Uh, four divided by twelve. Probably five. Five. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're like a month ahead. Yeah, which is good because there's like usually at least one or two months in the year where I can't stream. Sure. Yeah. On the regular, at least. Uh, we played F Zero GP Legend for the Game Boy Advance. This is the F Zero game that is based off of the anime and the TV show we got on Foxbox back in the day. Wait, we had an F-Zero TV show? Yeah. Because I watched a lot of Fox cartoons. It ran. It only ran like 13 episodes over here, but it was like a 52-episode show at least in Japan. Okay, it sounds familiar, but... The main character was Rick Wheeler, and he worked with Captain Falcon and Jody Summer to yeah, fight, I think I watched fight any of this, space crime. I think, cool. what, was, what was it called? F-Zero Climax? No, that's the game. I do not remember what the actual show was called over here. What was this on? Uh, the, the game was on Game Boy Advance. The show was on Fox. Yeah. Game, it looks pretty good for a Game Boy Advance game, actually. Not bad. It it does look pretty good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a good F-Zero game, I guess. Like, <laughs> it looks like Horizon Zero Dawn just won Best Outstanding Story. Okay. Nice. Wait. Really? That's okay. I was surprised because it was up against like What Remains of Edith Finch, Wolfenstein 2, Night in the Woods. I mean, yeah. uh, you have to kind of respect what that story does. But yeah, I don't know if that's a contender. <laughs> First, whatever. I'm, I'm just telling you who, who got the, the trophy. Fair enough. Uh, when you stream Game Boy Advance games, do you do it through your GameCube? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I was wondering how you would do that. I have a Retron 5, which also works, but I prefer the Game Boy Advance player. What's the difference? Uh, One, you can use any controller you want. The other one, you have to use a GameCube controller. Okay. I believe the Game Boy Advance one's considered more accurate, though, because technically the Retron's an emulator. You mean the Game Boy player is more accurate? Sorry, you are correct, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, other than that, we so we beat the story mode on that, or at least one chapter. We're going to keep going back to that every couple of weeks to do more chapters, but the game gave us credit, so I count it. Uh, we played Panzer Dragoon for the Sega Saturn, the original. Okay. Okay, we played some of the Japanese version of that. Yes. Didn't we? Mm, probably. Wait, maybe, maybe we didn't. We played Magic Carpet. We definitely played Magic Carpet. You know what? Let me do a solid. I can just double check that, because conveniently, I have that in a spreadsheet. All the games we played on the on the Japanese Sega Saturn stream? Yeah, Tenmar marked every single one he could figure out what it was. Oh, wow. Yeah, because there was definitely a lot of those where we did not know what they were. <laughs> this uh, is another dating sim that we can't play. Yes, All we, right. we did actually play Panzer Dragoon on the second okay. Sega Saturn stream. Uh, we played it for about, looks to be about 20 minutes. Okay. okay. We played it, we played it between Virtual Kids and some marriage dating sim. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> Pretty good. I I forgot I owned that game, but I guess I own that game somewhere. How does uh, Panzer go. Dragoon hold up in this day and age? Going back to it's, and in this in this language, it's just as hard as I remember. The language yeah. literally does not matter. There's like there's so <laughs> okay. little story to begin with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds won uh, best online game. Sure. That's not surprising. No, not yeah. at all. 
This is the one we didn't beat uh, on Monday. We got to the final boss, but uh, there's very limited continues. You can't heal, and you basically each continue as a life. So if you die on a stage, you get sent back to the beginning of the stage, and some of them are pretty long, oh. too. Panzer Dragoon's the one you didn't beat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That final boss is also super brutal, so... Is it Panzer Dragoon you gonna try that's again, rare, or? or the second game that's rare? It's the third game that's rare. It's the third, okay. Yeah, Panzer Dragoon Saga is... The second rarest Saturn game, right? Okay. The only one, the only one that's rare is a version of Daytona USA that has online netplay. Oh, okay. I didn't actually know that. Cool. Yep. I think you're thinking of the rarest one, the spiritual successor, Crimson Dragon. Ah, uh, yes. Xbox One launch yeah. title. Everyone's favorite. Mm, yeah. Yes. Uh, that game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I still have not played it, so I don't know. I think it was on Games with Gold at some point. I, so. ha- I have it. I got it for free. So Yeah. I think I got a review copy of that game. You, I played that sounds right. Yeah. I don't like that game. Yeah, I've heard bad things. But no, Pentagoon's good. Uh, we got to the end of the game, so we'll probably try it again. We just need to get better at it. You can earn extra continues. Otherwise, you start with one. Uh, oh, wow. But you, can only, you only earn them by killing as many enemies as possible in the stages not like in a sense of getting a high score in a sense of like the closer you get to 100 percent clearing a stage of enemies the more credits you earn like if you clear 85 percent of the enemies you get one 95 gets you two and 100 might get you three cool okay. but okay. Then, but it's it's only like a seven stage game and it, eventually it just gets too hard to kill everything so yeah Fair enough. But it is fun. Um, I loved the, the original Xbox version, Panzer Dragoon Orta, so they definitely did some good work with that series later on. Otherwise, I played through Thunder Force 3, which is another shmup. Uh, Thunder Force is a fun series. I love it. Uh, Thunder Spirits was the first shmup I ever played, and Thunder Force 3 is basically the original version of it. Okay, cool. You just have to have the word thunder in a shmup? It helps. It helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or are they all one series and it's kind of like a tales of thing? Well, Thunder, yeah, Thunder Force is like it's got like six games in it. Okay, but not but because there's other Thunder games that are not Thunder Force that mm-hmm. are shmups. Okay, and they're not related. No, nope. or they are. Okay, so it's not like a tales of thing. All right. No, nope. right. it was a fun shmup. That's all I played. Okay, um, I'm gonna do me next. Yeah, okay. surprise. You do you. I played. The finale of uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm. I actually did this like two weeks ago and forgot about to t- forgot to talk about it uh, okay. on last week's episode. I don't like that finale. I think that oh. episode is weak. Okay. I'm fine story-wise where it goes. That's fine. But like, it's just subtle, such a letdown. In fact, the most, like the climax of like when, when like the big fight or whatever is about to happen, your character gets knocked out and then it's just resolved when you wake up. Great awesome like they literally just like skip it and they're like well that's done i honestly thought it was like this has to be like a dream sequence right because they're not just gonna skip what just happened but no they totally do and it's weird and i don't know and like yeah that whole episode was less than ideal and it was a bummer and a letdown so yeah i don't really know what i can what else to say about that uh i guess now i'm waiting for the uh the deluxe version or the deluxe episode that you get with the sp- the deluxe edition, which is the like prequel one where the voice actors came back. That's what they're coming up with next. I don't know when that's out. 
eco eclipse in the chat says that post credit scene though yeah that part's like oh right oh shit because it's like the very beginning of life is strange because you kind of know what happens right to the main character in uh before the storm like what happens to her in life is strange so it sure. kind of builds that so that part's like oh yeah that's right this is not a happy ending <laughs> um which i kind of wish they had touched ab- upon a bit more but it's kind of two separate stories for the most part so anyway yeah that's that's that um also i've been playing a ton of assassin's creed origins this week and i just want to bring that up because that game doesn't seem to have any kind of ending as as many hours I put into it, like every every quest I finish, two more get unlocked. Uh huh. It's like this weird hydra of a never ending game, and I need it out of my life because I need to move on. Like yeah. it's I, it's a great game. I'm enjoying it a lot, but I just need it to be done. And every time I think I've like I finished the last target, I've killed my last target. Here's like two more. Here's like another three or something like that. Like there's there's so much to this game. Do you know roughly how much time you have in it? I I don't because the Xbox doesn't track it. Okay. But like this last week alone, I had to have put a, at least a good 10 hours into it. Plus everything else I've played. I think I only have half of the map unlocked. Oh my God. <laughs> like this game is ridiculously big. Well, um, I mean, that's I, cool. I, yeah, I know I'm near the end. Actually, speaking of which, Assassin's Creed Origins looks like it was nominated for Best Technical Achievement. Anyway, um, that game's good. I like the characters, but I just I kind of need it out of my life. Right. So I'm I'm trying I'm, I'm hitting that like real hard. You were saying you went real hard in it. <laughs> yeah, I went real hard in it. Yeah, um, I did the uh, Final Fantasy quest this last week. Which okay. I think is worth mentioning because it's just super weird. Mm-hmm. You um, <coughs> you come across a, a random tomb and you go inside and there's like some cave paintings on the wall that have X and V for 15 on it. And he's like, I wonder if that number is important. <laughs> then a meteor comes down from the sky and like smashes the ground, this blue glowing meteor. And it un- and it opens up another tomb with these like pillars that if you go to the right time of day and like hit the crystals enough blue beams of light shoot out of them and the whole time Bayek's like are the is this from the gods what is all this and um and then if you go through the the, the short little quest a portal I'm going to just spoil this quest cuz yeah, it's just I ridiculous don't, I mean so, I don't sorry. care yeah, go just for, for listeners yeah, I'm going to spoil it. the ending of this quest <laughs> this quest is like 5 minutes long a portal opens up and then some dude from Final Fantasy 15, I have to assume, comes out of the portal. Okay. Uh, along with who I think is like Bahamut, like one of the summons comes out of it too. <laughs> okay. And they like fly away together and they leave you a kick-ass sword and shield. <laughs> All right. And Bayek's like, because Bayek enters a room when this happens and then he's like hides behind a statue and he's like looking at it the whole time and then they fly away and he goes and like picks up and he's like all right look at this sword and actually and the sword and shield i used for quite a while they were really good but it is just bananas and like and you get the chocobo which is right. not a real chocobo mount it's okay picture a camel yeah but in, so camels have like a they have like a <laughs> nub for a tail right or just no tail camels have tails 
Do camels have like full on tails? I'm pretty sure they have full on tails. They're like little wispy thin tails. Yeah, they're not like, like a, they're not like giant tails or anything. They're like an elephant tail okay. though or something. Okay. All right. Instead of that though, it's a big bushy feathery tail. Okay. And instead of a camel's neck and head, it's the neck and head of a chocobo. The rest is a camel. So you're riding around on this weird four-legged horrific Frankenstein chocobo. I have that to looks, see it. It looks so ridiculous. I have to see this. Because I thought it was just going to be like a two-legged chocobo, but I guess they didn't want to like animate a new style of mount. So they just like slapped together this chocobo camel hybrid. And it's super weird. Yeah, I have it on the screen right now if people want to take a look at a picture of it. It's... <laughs> wow, all right. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Anyway, so you get oh, those yeah. three things. It's yeah, pretty it funny. I am I just... I kind of love that they put this in the game because it's, <coughs> it's such a weird thing to put in there. But, yeah. But, you know, it's fun. Like, it was super fun to kind of go through that, so I appreciate that. Yeah, sure. Um, and then the other game I'm playing is Alto's Odyssey which I mentioned uh, last week that was coming out this week. It yeah. actually came out early, a, d- a day early yesterday. Um, And I don't really like that game. Oh, okay, that's too bad. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty. Mainly, like, mainly because it's the exact same game as Alto's Adventure. Oh, okay. That's, that's the thing. Like, the mechanics are the exact same. They add a couple new ones. There's, like, a wall riding thing you can do now. Uh, but apart from that, all they really did is, like, change the lighting and the, the environment you're in. So instead of snowboarding, you're sandboarding. I think Injustice 2 just wants something because Ed Boon is on screen. Okay, cool. Um, he just likes to hang out. That's just yeah, his thing. Yeah. I think he actually, it was best voice actor for his work as Scorpion. Actually, <laughs> that can't be true, actually, because Scorpion wasn't in Injustice 2. So. Might have been Sub-Zero. Anyway. Does he do Sub-Zero? He does Scorpion and I think uh Shao Kahn but I guess he also technically wasn't in Injustice so I don't know okay because Sub-Zero was in Injustice too but I believe I because I, I heard the the statistic like this is the first NetherRealms game without Scorpion in it um anyway uh Ultra's Adventure it uh, or Odyssey it's too similar to the first one to like recommend it at this point you might as well just buy the first one because you could probably even get it for cheap it does look really nice it sounds nice it still plays great like you're you're fine with getting either of them but I was just kind of hoping for more, and it is just so incredibly similar. Even the characters you unlock are the same. They have the same bonuses. The stuff you're buying in the store are all the same. It is it is just like a reskin, which is just a such a bummer. So I don't know how long I'm gonna be playing that for. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> That's yeah. that sucks to hear. But pretty oh, much well. a Cool. Anyway, Paul, right. what have you been playing? Okay, so Rainbow Six Siege is a thing coming, or still around, but it's coming out with its third season this year, and kicking that off is their latest release called Operation Chimera, which is going to have two new operatives and uh, a bunch of fixes for the game, as they usually do. But the big thing for me is that they're adding in a PvE mode for a bit that's basically Left for Dead. And it plays great. Uh, this is on the technical test server right now for people to go play. I think they might be done with this mode now on the test server, but it's coming out soon to like the actual game. So anybody with Siege will be able to play this three-player uh, co-op thing where you 
are fighting these infected humans that blow up or are fast. You can just say zombies. They're not really zombies, though. They're like crystal people. It's weird. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah, it's weird. Um, So you're not in a house anymore because isn't Siege always in some kind of building? You're in buildings like for different stuff you're doing. You're moving around, though. Like one of the missions you're playing, you're trying to get to patient zero. So you go into patient zero's like house or whatever to like the ground zero for all this shit. So like you make a stand in there to like destroy it. You have to like protect a bunch of bombs you're setting up to destroy the site or whatever. So like the siege part kind of plays in there where you're playing like a defensive role, but you're also playing the attacker role the rest while you're like moving there. And that part feels like left for dead. It's really weird. Like I had to keep telling myself this is siege. <laughs> it's like this is right. yeah, it sounds pretty different. This is Tom Clancy's Left for Dead essentially. And um it plays really good. It's really really fun. It's pretty good. it's pretty difficult. I think the biggest problem I have with it is that it's three players. Like come on, man. Three players? Give me at least four. <laughs> like give me one more person in there. Well, it's like um it's like Destiny. Yeah, I don't like the way Destiny did that either. Because there's always saying, somebody like, not, sitting not the- out. There's always somebody sitting out when it's three players. So That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like that very much. But Or if it's like it's you and your girlfriend playing together and then your buddy's there, he's just third wheeling. I guess I've never had that problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that could happen. You're right. That could happen. Sure. You know, and you're, and you're third wheeling your, your uh, Rainbow Six Siege date. Yeah. What the hell are you even talking about? Third wheel in your Rainbow Six Siege date. Yeah. Um oh you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh other than that, the new oper the new operatives are cool. You got Lion who has the big brother drone, which for a couple of seconds he'll throw it up in the air and anybody on the other team that's moving their feet will be instantly spotted for the whole team, so you can see exactly where people are like wall hacks sort of thing and finca is another attacker her thing is that she like gives a buff essentially her name is finca finca f-i-n-k-a oh okay finca all right Mm -hmm. and she gives like a really good buff to everybody yeah they're cool. cool um a lot of other like minute details that only people that are interested in siege would find interesting but they reworked some operatives and nerfed one particular that everybody was picking so that's cool they're doing some more balancing stuff so people should check that out if you are into siege at all but unfortunately i'm gonna have to bring it down a little bit and talk about metal gear survive and how angry i was last night (laughs) okay now i'm curious about this because you like the beta i love the beta so i'm gonna i'm gonna paint this a little like i have to give some background as to why i bought this game even in the beta you they just throw you into the multiplayer mode as like a level 10 dude or whatever you can just do whatever and like play around with friends and get a feel for how the game plays and that's fine there's a lot of stuff to learn about that game there's a lot of mechanics and a lot of like menus and stuff to look into because there's a 
there's the defense stuff, there's survival game, like all this stuff kind of wrapped into one. So there's a lot of shit you can craft and like need to look after and all this sort of thing. Um, first of all, you have to play the single player stuff to even unlock the multiplayer. Okay, but that's stuff. what I'm excited about. Like, y- yeah. is it Metal Gear? I mean, no, it's not at all Metal oh. Gear. <laughs> uh, you have to play. So the game starts off with the most boring one hour worth of video I've ever seen. It's just like that sounds like Metal Gear. That's no, very Metal boring. Gear. No, it's not. No Metal Gear starts off boring. <laughs> okay, but I, but I, we mean the one hour cutscene part. Sure, but the one hour cutscene has a bunch of exposition that is batshit insane, and you're just like, this is dumb. Like, but like with a smile. This was like, shut the fuck up and let me play. I'm sick of your shit. Like, I'm sick of your garbage you're throwing at me. I just want to play the goddamn Whoa. game. Okay, I need to hear an example. What What is so bad? Your character dies right at the beginning, and a bunch of stuff. A bunch of people are just talking about their plan with you like in on like the slab in the like autopsy room or whatever like okay. it's just boring it sucks i there god i hate it i hate it so much so, so you get resurrected and try to stop this plan so here's the thing right there is oh my god this this is the metal gear part this is convoluted as fuck you're ki- okay in metal gear Solid 5, the Phantom Pain, you have Mother Base, right? The base of operations that you're working out of as Big Boss and his whole posse before Outer Heaven and all that. Uh, In that game, Mother Base gets attacked and there are wormholes that open up and stuff eventually. So this is like minor spoilers for that, but whatever. You're going to get spoiled on it if you play this game. I mean, that was Um, in the trailer. And it's in the trailer, so if you watch that, you kind of know something's going on. Um... There is an infection that is basically like a zombie virus that is taking over hosts and like crystallizing them and using them to like, I don't know. Oh, so like Rainbow Six Siege like infected. fucking everything. Like it's the most basic thing ever. Your character <clears throat> died in the mother base thing being ripped apart or did they? Because you're also infected, but your body is resilient enough to hold off the infection, so you're the perfect person to send into the wormhole to this weird alternate dimension between different worlds while this invading force of, like, crystallized parasites that take over people are trying to get back to Earth because they were pushed back back in Vietnam days. Like... I'm not even kidding. It's stupid. <laughs> Whoa. All right. It's, it's so dumb. You're, you're immune to the zombie. I mean, you kind of almost sold me on the game, to be honest. Right. This is all done in an hour cutscene, though. And then after that, it is you are in this world. Now you must hunt animals to eat and, like, cook water, like, dirty water oh, so to make it clean. It's an survival There's, game. It's a survival game with, like, basic, like, go out, like, open world objectives, like, go here to get the thing and then like you'll get another task to do so it's boring but at this point you've unlocked the multiplayer so i'm like oh dope i'm just gonna play with my friends now because i don't want to do this boring shit i want to do the thing i know i like you go into the multiplayer with whatever level you are from the single player 
and everything is level 15 to 20 and you are level what? two so you cannot fucking play the thing you want to fucking play until you play the thing you don't want to play enough to get to the point where you can play <laughs> the thing you want to play i'm so fucking angry at this goddamn piece of shit nightmare I had, where I just wanted to play this game with my friend. My friend bought it, he installed it, I had two people waiting for me to get online, and none of us can fucking play together because everything cannot be killed. We can't kill a goddamn thing to this multiplayer. Sounds like you're just bad at this game. Yeah. Wow. That's exactly what it is. So, after having a minor meltdown last night, I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm going to put on some podcasts this weekend and just grind out all this garbage. And then we're going to play the game and we're going to have fun. Because I know at that point, I know that formula at that point. At that point, it's going to be fun. But to get there, I'm probably going to have to grind out a few hours worth of shit. And or just fin- like finish the story? I don't know if you like finish the story or you can just jump into the... like. I don't know if the story ends where the multiplayer begins... Or if they kind of work in tandem with each other. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you Snake? Who are you? You're a random person that was on Mother Base at some point. Okay. Soldier number 10. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, I think another thing that... You could stop playing it. I could, He only just bought it. But he seems like he really doesn't like it. Another thing is that... And that hour-long bullshit intro until you finally realize what the game is, like, that just cuts into your refund time, dude. (laughs) Oh, man, maybe that's why they did it! So, when I realized what was going on, I was at two hours and 20 minutes. And I was just like, well, I guess we're keeping the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's clever. Yeah, just a real long cutscene. Wow, sneaky. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. Um, Are you still playing Monster Hunter? This week I didn't. I've just been too busy. Whoa. Also, it's on disc, and I took the disc out to play. So it's basically last- garbage. Well, the thing is, is I don't yeah. want to get up and put the disc back in. <laughs> right. No. Who? Why would you ever want to do yeah. that? I need a disc changer, like the old boom boxes from back when we were growing up. I need that for the PlayStation 4. Five, or just like five a, disc a person that sits by your entertainment unit. I mean, I guess that would be me. You know, you it's, know a disc chain. It's right here. Like, I can almost reach it. I just don't want to. Okay. Yeah. There were All right. Monster Hunter leaks, though, but we won't talk about that because they're not confirmed. But I'm excited if that stuff is real. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, I would heavily say that... If people are looking at Metal Gear Survive, there is a point where I know it will be a fun thing you could play with friends. You should really, really look at a video of that single player and think about if that's worth the time for you, though. <laughs> like, I really wish I had watched more of that single player because I really hate it a lot. And I have to play it to play the thing I want. Konami got me, man. They got me. Yep. Yep. They played me. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, All right. Is that it for what you've been playing? That's it. Great. Let's go on to some news. Okay. I will say because you mentioned uh, leaks, if they're going to be real or not, uh, it seems like the Dragon Ball Fighters uh, DLC leaks are being pretty accurate. Okay. They put out the trailers for uh, 
Brawley and Bardock this week. Oh, okay, cool. Which uh, are two characters I don't really care about. Oh, really? That's too bad. Well, I never watched the Brawley movies. I hear they're not very good. Uh, and I really don't care about Bardock. Because um, he's a Saiyan that doesn't go Super Saiyan. So, like, he's uh, Nappa. Who cares about <laughs> Nappa? I don't know. People? I, I'm sure Cuphead somebody won Best Outstanding Art Direction. Yep, that makes sense. Okay, uh, news stories I picked. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins got updated this week with a Discovery Tour mode. Okay. Uh, which is kind of interesting. There's no narrative. There's no combat in this mode. It's just for, like, educational purposes and kind of exploring what ancient Egypt looks like because they put so much work into right. making it as accurate as possible. I remember when they were talking about this. Yeah. Um, so that's there now. It's It was a free update. It just kind of patched into my game. Um, that's kind of a cool thing. I'm probably not going to do it, but maybe that's someone's jam. Um, what is funny though, is because they want it to be accessible for all ages, all of the nude statues have leafs and clamshells over their nipples and genitalia. I don't think that's okay. I don't like that. Well, that's, uh, that's what they did. Great. Gotta hide all the nips. Yep. No nips for kids. Um, that's weird. That's a weird, like, art versus nudity thing. One of their exa- yeah. things was, like, you know, different uh, um, uh, places in the world look at nudity in different ways, so they're just trying to make it accessible to everyone. So, so then I mean, why, like, who cares? why aren't they covering up the women's faces, then, if they were making it accessible to everyone? Hey, man, I don't know. But I mean, right. there's there's easier when ways you, to find porn. It's not about porn. It's, it's about sexualizing a statue by covering it up and saying this isn't okay. Or because now they're saying it is sexual. Right. Because they're covering it That's up. True. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if like the male nipples are covered. Probably not. I doubt it. But I, in this one article screenshot, it doesn't have an example of that. Yeah. I'm not really looking too closely either to yeah. see if there's shells on the male nipples, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, we've got a release date for Runner 3, and that's going to be May 29th, which yeah. I am looking forward to that. Me too. I like those Runner games. Runner 2 is good. Runner 1 is real good. Yep. Looking forward to that. They. I Also, when I was looking at this uh, article, or the, um, Charles Martinet is back doing some voices for that, so that's cool. Cool. And then the biggest news of the week yep. of the year, maybe, possibly, who knows, uh, that Burnout Paradise remaster for Japan is coming to everyone. Of course it is. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks like it's going to be 40 bucks. It's going to have all the DLC except the Time Savers pack because it has all the stuff in it right. <laughs> already. Um, so it's going to have Big Surf Island. It's, this is coming out uh, March 16th. Yeah, which is that's great for me. I've been looking for a game to just sink a bunch of time into when Assassin's Creed's done. Yeah. Uh, and PC later, which I guess this will be the first time that Big Surf Island came to the PC version. That's right. Uh, yeah, so I guess not all the DLC did come to this one. Cool. Uh, has it been long enough? You guys going to play some Burnout Paradise again? Absolutely. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, I am super looking forward to this game. Obvious. Obviously, uh, there was that trailer. I don't think I think I just kind of wish there was a remake because I don't think it looks amazing anymore. 
obviously they're not redoing it. They're just upscaling, upresing sure. all the stuff to 4K, 60 frames per second. Um, so it doesn't look as great as it did when it first came out. But I mean, whatever. It's gonna be 40 bucks. Uh, PC or not? Sorry, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Obviously, I'm probably getting it on Xbox just because that's where I played most of my burnout. Mm-hmm. There. Uh, I'm curious what that soundtrack's gonna be like. If is it gonna be the same soundtrack? Hmm. Is, you know, Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne going to be in there? Are I you mean, forced to listen to Paradise City when you boot up the game? <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, Paradise City there for sure. Is DJ Atomica still there? Is there anything new? I think I just kind of really wish there was Burnout Paradise 2. Because I've played this one a lot. Yeah. Um, This might even be the first remaster I, I've purchased and, like, played significantly. Hmm cool yeah maybe um but yeah so obviously i'll pick that up to play some of it for sure big surf island's cool uh what else we got oh games with gold for march uh they're actually pretty good i'm excited yeah trials of the blood dragon which i understand is bad but i'm just kind of interested in what that is as well as super hot which i'm always down to play some more super hot and then for the 360 backwards compatible games brave the movie the game uh which i actually reviewed it's not terrible but it's not good okay but it's not terrible okay cool um and quantum conundrum right yeah that's because an arcade <coughs> game that is an older one now for sure i remember that yeah. one that's pretty good i just remember brave had connect integration for its for one of like a bow and arrow style uh mini game okay uh which makes me think is Burnout Paradise going to have that camera feature where when you take someone down, you get a picture of their face? Oh, which man. Which was awesome. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because, like, I guess if you have your Xbox or your Kinect hooked up, you could do that. Like, is it is it still going to have that? I don't know. That was, a, that was a weird feature. Yep. But arguably one of the best uses of the Xbox Live Vision camera. Agreed. Besides Uno. Uno was Besides, the best. Besides people getting naked on Uno. Yeah. Or doing drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. No censorship there. Um, that's true. Uh, Twitch Prime Indie Amplifier. What is this? Because I is, have no idea. This is so Twitch Prime. You know they give out like a free game each yeah. month or whatever it is. Yeah. You can now vote for what you're hoping that game will be. Oh. Um, and I actually don't have the list up because I voted. I have them right now. Are you? Do you have the list? Yeah. Do you want to read what's what you can pick from? Tale from Tales from Candle Deep, Tomb of Annihilation. High Hell, Tumblestone, I Hope, Treadnoughts, Kingsway, Shadow Tactics, and the one everybody should vote for, SteamWorld Dig 2. And that's what I voted for. I already have that game. I already played through that game, but I just want more people to play that game. I heard Shadow Tactics is very good as well. So, okay. That's, I actually didn't know like most of these games. Okay. Uh, but I guess that's good. Getting let, allowing people to vote. Yeah, that's a that's always nice. So that's a thing. I don't know if they're doing it every month, but it uh, looks like Twitch Prime members uh, come back March fifteenth and get the winning game for free. Cool. Cool. And last but not least, Swery had a couple announcements last week. First being, and it's not this article, but his game that failed on Kickstarter, The Good Life, mm-hmm. is back, and he is going to keep working on it. I think he has a publisher attached to it. Uh, so that's good to know. He seems excited about that on Twitter. Yeah, cool. 
And he has uh, the, the new story now is he has teamed up with Arc System Works for a new title called The Missing. Okay. Uh, and there's not much said about it. That's uh, cool that he's working with Arc System. Yep. And there's a pretty good trailer that involves two different stuffed monkeys and him talking about the game. So look for that. Yeah. Sounds interesting. That I swear he's a weird dude. I just want to see him actually put something out though and stop talking about stuff. I just want a thing. Mm-hmm. To be fair, he's been trying. It's not like it's not for a lack of trying. Has he? Yeah, he he had like what one or maybe even two Kickstarters for the good life. All I'm saying is that Deadly Premonition didn't have no Kickstarter. That just came out. That's true. Same with D4, which we'll never get the ending of. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I'm going to read you this first little chunk from the transcript uh, from Ser- Swery about uh, The Missing. Okay. The, the title, The Missing, has many meanings. A missing person, someone who's lost, or even something lost. Maybe it's your loved one, or a place you belong. Do you ever feel lost in your everyday life? The missing is for someone like you. You know, I have no idea what that means. You know why I don't feel lost? Because I'm able to keep in touch using Skype, which is a program that. Oh my nice god! Nice, smooth, no. smooth. No, good. Special shout out to Sandy and in the chat for reminding us. Yep. Oh. This is the dumbest meme. The dumbest. <laughs> oh, we also got Dragonfire in the chat updating us with the winners. Looks like Snipper Clips won Best Family Game. Okay. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe won Best Racing Game. FIFA 18 won Best Sports Game. Metroid Samus Returns won Best Handheld Game. Okay. <clears throat> sure. Handheld one is weird because couldn't the Switch be considered? I mean, if you're asking me, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, like... Yeah, but to be fair, this is probably that 2017 is probably the last year where that's going to be a discrepancy in any way. I think because so. there's no more handheld consoles except the switch. Yeah, So yeah, who knows? But anyway, yeah. Uh, all right. Next two news stories were sent in on or uh, we have them on discord here. This first one's from Professor Mitchell, and he wanted to let us know that Final Fantasy 15 on PC lets you play as Half-Life's Gordon Freeman. Yeah, I saw this. It's amazing. It looks pretty weird. It looks um, super weird. Oh my god. <laughs> it looks super yeah. Um one kind of fun fact I just saw about this is apparently the PC version of Final Fantasy C fifteen. Um the save will carry over with the Xbox version. Huh. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which I thought was a thing for only first uh party Microsoft titles, but I guess what this one's gonna do that too. I don't know if that's in this article. Oh, here, yeah. Um, the most exciting part of buying off the Microsoft, st- uh, yeah, buying it off the Microsoft store though, is that PC users, users' PC save data will be compatible with the Xbox One version of the game as well. So that's something interesting. And the other news story sent to us, uh, which I'm sure is going to make everyone real excited. Is I guess the Sonic the Hedgehog movies officially announced with uh, Paramount Pictures. So we got it's a Mario movie out. and a Sonic movie in the works. Yeah, November fifteenth, twenty nineteen. <coughs> you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I also don't want to see it. Like, I don't care about Sonic at all, and definitely don't care about any kind of story relating around Sonic. I do. I think it'll be yeah? cool. Who do you want to see in the Sonic movie? Who do you want playing Sonic? Do you want it live action or who do you want to play? Oh my Sonic? god, live, live action, action Sonic! Holy shit! Could I even dream of something that amazing? I don't think I Stanley can. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, that guy's charismatic enough. Yep. How about with his good buddy Tails, played by Paul Giamatti? <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking, actually. <laughs> I I always have Stanley Tucci and Paul Giamatti stuck in my head as like pairs, and I don't know why. The, yeah, they're they're kind of similar. I don't know why either. But like they're not in super opposite similar. ways. <laughs> Where one's I like, know exactly what you one's mean. One's charismatic, and one's just like a mess. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. yeah. John, who who do you want to play Sonic? Vin Diesel. Yep, Vin that's Diesel. a good one. Okay. <laughs> that's a good pull. All right. Do you have a good? Do you have a tails? Well, now because you guys said Paul Giamatti and everyone, now I just want Steve Buscemi. Ooh. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. <laughs> Anyone else? Do you do you got a do you have a Sonic, Paul? Sonic. I don't know who could pull off a Sonic. Jaleel White. You know who actually could kind of pull off a Sonic? Who? There's a weird one. Brendan Fraser. Oh my god. <laughs> is he doing anything in the industry anymore? Or is he done? I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, no. okay. Did you, did you guys Did you guys not see the article that went out today? That's why I'm thinking about no. him is from that article. Yeah. Yeah, that like heartbreaking article. Oh. There's like an art yeah, there's like, there's like an interview with Brendan Fraser covering like all of his what happened basically with his career. But he's, where he's been and like his like mental stability and stuff. But he's also he's like on a show currently or something like that. Oh, is he? Yeah, oh. it's I think it's a I showtime show. I, I you know I'll find the article again. The last thing I think I saw him in was Scrubs in a lo- an old episode, and that was also real sad. <laughs> I've been looking up Brendan Fraser out of the blue here. Yeah, you know, 2018 things. Yeah. Who's the girl from Bridesmaids? Who's the main? Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. I would put her for Amy. Yeah. Or Tails. That'd be pretty good. She'd be an okay Tails. Or Tails. What about... I want to get Tina Fey in there. Yep. You got to get Tina Fey in there. He's on an FX series called Trust. Okay, all right, well, there you go. I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Obviously. And now that I'm thinking of Scrubs, now I just want Zach Braff to play someone. Because that would be weird, too. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris as Knuckles. Okay. Anyway, this is all for live action. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it for news. Yeah. Let's go on to some questions. Topdownperspective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in. On Twitter, it's at TDP Podcast. You can also do the Discord channel, Facebook, John's P.O. Box. I'll read this first one. I'll start. I have episode titles. All right, please. After you. So 
shout out to VGC Kenny as always for giving us episode titles. That looks like there's eight here. Also, a big shout out for putting them at the front of the document so I can easily read them. It helps more than you can imagine. Okay, so the last podcast we did, December 29th, 2017, You Are the Easiest Person to Scam, is the title. This was December 29th? December 29th. Uh, John, were you on this one? Yeah, I would have been. And I'm pretty sure this is referring to me. You said this to me, and I'm trying to figure out why. I said that you're the easiest person to scam. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I have I have no idea. I yeah, I don't know at all. I feel like it was answer. between you two though. Okay, context was a question came up about what would happen if you are you if you as you are currently are went back into time. You guys discussed how you would tell past you you're from the future, and John came up with a bunch of methods that Sean deemed easy for someone to pull <laughs> off, else to pull off. Okay, I see. Yeah, that okay. That, I don't remember the methods, but yeah. that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> There's no way I was remembering that. That's pretty obscure. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Okay, uh, January fourth. Some other kind of beef is my favorite. Wait, is the favorite part also part of the title? Yeah. Oh, some other kind of beef is my favorite? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't remember at all. Something... For some reason, this feels like it was longer ago than just seven weeks. Yeah. Or these last two. Uh, Something about... Eating meat, I guess. Maybe something about human meat or something? Okay, maybe. Yeah. I'll, I'll count it as a loss either way. Context was, Sean went to a restaurant called Meat in Edmonton and was trying to remember something he liked on the menu, but couldn't, so he said some kind of, some other kind of beef, which is Paul's favorite. Okay. Some other kind of beef is my favorite. That was a good restaurant. I enjoyed that. You still don't remember what you liked on the menu, huh? Uh, Even less so. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, yeah. Looks like uh, action game of the year was PUBG. Okay. Also, and also Nier won shogun. something, but the guy from Nier didn't show up to accept the award. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like him. Yeah. <laughs> That's not surprising. Um, okay, the our Game of the Year episode. If the cat was not on my back, this would be easier. And this is John showing off the big surprise. Yeah, yeah that's a big easy, payoff. Easy. Yep. And context he wrote was while John was revealing the punchline to the Undertale bit, Bagel jumped up on him. Uh, the 18th of January, peak Nintendo insanity. When did they oh, announce uh, Labo? Nintendo, Nintendo Labo. Okay. <coughs> Wait, was Labo that early? That's what I'm wondering, too. Because 18th of January. Ooh, maybe you're That's only a month ago, yeah. though. I thought Labo was more recent. I'm going to stick with no, it. No, I'm going to stick with Labo. Okay, I mean, I can't think of anything else, so I guess I'll say Labo. Context. John describing Nintendo Labo. Yeah. Okay, so it was Labo. Okay. Wow. That seems like it was more soon. Yep, it does. Uh, 25th of January. 
I was a top-selling game of December. This was NPD numbers. I oh, think. and one of us said that they were the top-selling game in November. Hmm. Sound, yeah. Sounds right. I don't think I said this. I don't think I did either. This sounds like John, a this sound sounds like a John maybe. maybe. This sounds like something I said in response to something Sean said. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. Context is you got the NPD numbers. They weren't as neat as when you got them before. Sean said that they had to solve what the numbers were, and that when they figured it out, he would be the best selling game of December. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. you got half of it, John. Yeah. February 1st, subs, not dubs. I'm guessing this is a Dragon Ball thing. Oh, yeah. We were talking about which uh, uh, language each of us played fighters in. Yeah. Uh, Sean's wrong opinion on the Dragon Ball fighters (laughs) language setting. (laughs) Damn. I do like the little, yeah, the opinionated comment there yep uh february 8th world war jumanji (laughs) oh my god oh this was we were wondering what like the next jumanji movie will be (laughs) and and do they just keep escalating into bigger games i think it's like a war it has to be right context is you guys were talking about jumanji and how the board game turned into a video game then began to think what else it could (laughs) turn into and eventually landed on war yep Jumanji 5 yep and last week the 15th of February all hail our new overlord Skype I mean well that one's that one's a given yeah yep his context was you guys found out that if you're doing a podcast on Skype you have to mention it every 15 minutes using non-robotic terms like keeping in touch which is exactly what we're doing so thank you for keeping in touch VGC Kenny as we do this podcast over Skype over Skype, yeah, yep. never forget. But yeah, Skype was here before all of man, <laughs> and will be here much late, longer. Yep, yep. Cool. All right, I'll do this first email. Okay, uh, this one comes from Melissa, and I have chopped out a li- some key components so that we are not spoiling anything because she's asking some spoilery questions. Yep. I have a question about Near. I know you guys just uh, finished the game a couple months ago and I actually finished it yesterday and I need to talk about it with someone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm freaking out a bit because I got to the end end with route E. Did you guys do the final thing in the end after the credits? Yes. Yes. It for me as well. Did you like this as an overall storytelling element? Yes. Did you guys even care at all? Yes. So, yes. <laughs> I wanted to 100% the game and I chickened out with doing that final step. So I didn't do it. But now I'm debating whether I regret it because it doesn't round out the story anymore. Obviously, I could just reload my final save and do it again. But now I feel it won't have an impact anymore because I didn't do it the first time. After. <clears throat> oh, so uh, she said, so what's uh, your favorite games that have story narrative mechanics that are best on the first impact plus playthrough that lose meaning after multiple playthroughs? Right. I want to first off start this by saying you are a coward. And you let everyone Whoa. down. Wow. I just. Wow. That's how it is. I mean. That's how it is. I mean, he's right. But wow. Yep. Yep. You just turned your back on the rest of us. That's all I have to say about that. Yep. 
Um, okay. So, all right, moments in games that are great the first time that aren't as good next time. Any horror game, like yeah. at all? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Any story-driven game? Yep. Yep. It's almost like anything with a surprise, right? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of. Actually, I've got I've got a good one. Okay. Um, and like before you <clears throat> groan, Asura's Wrath. Oh, yeah. Um, I rolled my eye. Was that better? It's about the same. <laughs> Here's hang on. Hang on. OK. Asura's Wrath times and places its achievement unlock notifications in very specific ways to make them more impactful. For example, when you choose to like shut someone up and then Asura like punches them in the face, the achievement notification will pop up like on their cheek just as it's happening um which you can only unlock an achievement one time unless you like start it up on a different gamer tag so there's one that you can only do once yeah um sorry i just stuff of sunny said the entirety of undertale totally agree yeah totally agree (laughs) i'd put that under story driven game but yeah yep yep uh that one's kind of similar to frog fractions yeah, okay. I guess specifically the question, what are your favorite games that have story narrative mechanics that are best? So for me, okay. What's like a specific... I, oh, she's also being a lot, very more specific. She wants like story-specific narrative elements, right? So like my Asura's Wrath one wouldn't really count. I really, really like Shadow of the Colossus the first time you play it and you realize like what you've done after you've done it. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, that's a good one for sure. That, yeah, um, it never hits that high ever again. Like playing it ever again or seeing it ever again, it just doesn't. For sure, I feel like like every surprise. Sure, it just, she, it's no longer a surprise. She is asking, "What are your favorite games that do this?" She's specifically yeah. asking for answers. Uh, nine nine nine. Yeah. Uh, there's a very cool mechanic, and obviously that the whole game is about a mystery. But there's even a really cool mechanic on the DS, yeah. Which I'm, I'm curious how they did it with uh, the other consoles. Um, the the ending of that one for sure. Like again, Undertale, that game, the first time through is just so charming. <laughs> it's just so good. Yep. Uh, any others before I move on to our next one? No. All right. Uh, lastly, the PSVR bundle will be sold for $200 for two weeks. Oh. Do you guys care about VR in general? And when, if it ever, will it be mainstream? As someone who is involved in VR in their regular 9 to 5, even if it's difficult for me to play and deal with it, I completely get the pros and cons. Aside from general bulk of the device, it's simply not consumer friendly. But with the latest Olympic app and the sudden push for a cheap PSVR, do you guys think we're going to see serious changes with this? Wait, as someone who's involved in VR... Yeah, in I was regular- wondering that too. What do they mean by that? Are they a dev? Are they one of the people that runs like those VR arcades? Yo, either way, <coughs> hit us up because I'm super interested why VR is your 9 to 5. That's really interesting. <laughs> I mean, probably some kind of VR. Like, my company works with VR as well. Oh, okay. So... Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, okay, do you guys care about VR in general? I guess we should start with. 
I mean, at $200, I might care. <laughs> yep, $200 is the price point that I care now, for sure. Yeah, I definitely like the 200 one. I haven't really heard anything great about PSVR, though. Yeah, I've heard a lot of, like, lame kind of, like, tracking issues with it. I also don't have the camera, so I'd have to... I don't know if that this bundle includes, like, the camera. I think it's and, supposed you know, to, Yeah, I it think would you need two, the camera for it. But, like, two wands... Or am I stuck with just the ones that have the main controller games? Oh. Like, there's a lot more you have to add on to that as well, uh, depending on what the bundle is. Um, I at the moment, don't. I'm probably waiting for, like, the next P- PSVR if they do a second one. Right. Uh, that's the same kind of with all VR. Nothing has really been like, this is the killer app. You need to be playing this one. Not, like... No one's, de- you know, developing a, a Zelda for it or anything. They're all just kind of a lot smaller indie-like stuff. I also don't really have the space for it. That's fair. I kind of don't either. I mean, I do, but it's not in a place I want to have the PlayStation out in because I don't spend a lot of time there, like in the main room. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my PlayStation's in the living room, and I probably would have enough space if I moved the coffee table out of there. Any of the PC ones, though, I'd have to, like, move my PC over there every time I want to do it. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, at the moment, I'm just kind of waiting to hear better things about the hardware for PlayStation VR specifically. $200 is a nice price point, though. Yeah. And the question, I guess... That's US. Yeah. And that'll be US, obviously. So you're probably looking at at least $250, if not $300 for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Do do you think we're going to see serious changes with this, with the Olympic app and the cheaper like the push for vr i mean making it cheaper is a step in that direction i think but i don't know i don't do they have a killer app really for any vr yet like people with vr say this thing's kind of neat but there's no like there's no like flappy bird where people are selling iphones with flappy bird on it because everybody just has to have it there's no like killer app for vr that everybody needs right yet or did i miss out i mean no i I haven't heard like one like a big standout either they need that like at least they need one thing yeah well it's also gonna be hard because like what developer is going to develop for such a small percentage of people and then why would any big game go to that like you know i'm just waiting for zelda like i'll buy whatever zelda comes out on it well they're not gonna put a zelda on there because no there's barely any audience for it. So it has, you have to just take chances with all these new things that you, and Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it looks like, uh, we actually, the VR category just completed on the dice awards, uh, was won by echo arena for best VR immersion. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, John, do you want to get this next one from B man? All right. B man writes in and says, as a reminder, on March 26, 2018, at 1 p.m. Pacific time, the Wii Shop channel will no longer be accepting additional Wii points in preparation for its eventual closure on January 30th, 2019. With that being just a month away, I've been making preparations to purchase as many worthwhile titles from the channel as possible. However, the library can be a bit daunting, so I've come to you and the others outside for assistance. Please tell me what are your top recommendations to be found on the Wii's Virtual Console and WiiWare. Anything goes, so just don't worry about whether or not they can be purchased through other means. Just tell me some good games you guys got from the Wii Shop channel, whatever you can remember. One ha- one last hurrah, if you will. Yeah, uh, that get actually all reminded the- me. 
Yeah, yeah, I get all the Rebirth and like yeah. adventure games from Konami, like Castlevania, Contra, and Gradius. I forgot. Yeah, thank you, Great B Man, for reminding me. I'm gonna put that on I've my had, list. I, Is that I've had a tab open for the past two weeks that has a reminder written on it, and I've still forgotten to do it. <laughs> It, are those um exclusive to the WiiWare shop? Yes, those ones yeah. I listed are okay. exclusive to WiiWare. Yeah. Uh I can't I didn't really pick up much for the WiiWare. I will say though, Muscle March is on there and it's not anywhere else. So get Muscle March. Yep. Um what else is on there? Fluidity was kind of cool. I think that is on Steam and stuff though, but you could use like the it, Wiimote. Is like, it? I thought Fluidity was owned by Nintendo. Then maybe I'm thinking of a DS version. I, yes, I there, there went, is a 3DS called Fluidity Spin Cycle. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Cool. Um, but Fluidity, it was a good one too. I'm actually looking at like a list of games to see. There's some good TurboGrafx-16 and Neo Geo uh, ROMs there if you want to get some of those. Do you, have a, do you have a couple recommendations for each of I'm them? I'm trying to think of what's on them right now. I think John hit it on the head, though. Contra Rebirth, Castlevania The Adventure Rebirth, and Gradius Rebirth are the must-haves you should get. And I, I also hit it on the head with the Must- must-have muscle No, you're march. right. That's... I know. you. Yeah, you were just about to say that. I know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I was uh, going to say you should probably pick that one up, too. I don't think it's a must-have, but you should probably have it. You can't get it anywhere else. Just saying that. Um, di- didn't we also talk about this recently? And you said there was like a follow up from that developer, another like weird Japanese game. Oh yeah, shit! What was that? I don't know because I didn't pick it up. So I, 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 this was the first time I had heard of it. Best game direction was won by Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Uh, crap! What the hell was the other game? I don't know. I swear I saw something about like a sequel or like another game made by the devs, but it looks like it's just straight up Nanko Bandai games, which is not going to be narrowed down at all. Yeah. All right. I'll read this next one while you guys are still looking at titles. Kimberly writes, did any of you guys ever get around to trying that Super Mario cereal that came out a few months back? I don't think I randomly saw some boxes in Target and I snagged one to give it a shot. Also, as a museum curator, John, would you buy (laughs) one and try and keep one unopened as a collector's item i mean is it non-perishable probably it's probably just sugar no it's real it's probably sugar you're right uh i don't think they came out in canada like i've only ever heard of like stores that have had to import them in canada having them yep i haven't heard of any here either i would have i totally would (laughs) have okay i never went to look for it because like i said i'm not really into yeah into cereal if you were going to keep it as a collector's item, would you would you open it, need it, and then keep the box, maybe? That would probably be what would actually happen. Okay. Because that box is an amiibo. Yes. Gotta get the amiibs. I think the more important part about all this is that she said she had a box and was going to eat it while listening to us. And I know she's in the chat, so I need to know, <laughs> how is it? Like, is it good? How is it? Is it good? Is it any good? <laughs> I, I, I bet it's not. I bet it's not good at all. <laughs> I know that Tenmar said it was basically just pure sugar. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Isn't that what most, like, I mean, like, yeah. cereal is? Yeah. I think I, I forget what I was talking to this about, but basically I was saying that 
the Nintendo cereal is probably just the same as like those like cereal for like the latest Marvel movie. Like you know how there's always oh, like do a, they make those? Yeah, like in the U.S. you can see like oh there's Captain America Civil War cereal. Oh, okay. oh there's Disney's Frozen cereal. Oh there's I guess Ant Man cereal. I don't know. Yeah, she is confirming it's basically Lucky Charms. I had a I feeling. Think I, heard, yeah. I think I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, John. Why don't you get this next one? And then Paul, why don't you take the last one? All right. Wing Wolf okay. writes in and says, John, you mentioned in your Monday stream that Thunder Spirits is what got you into shmups and is a good entry-level game for the genre. So question for all of you, what are some games that are good entry-level games for their respective genres? Super Mario mm. World for platformers. That's an totally. easy one. Totally. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> racing. What would you do? Racing. Okay. Ooh, that's the problem. What type of it racing? depends on which kind of racing, yeah. I don't know. Um, arcade Mario Kart. Yo, like maybe I was not thinking Mario. Kart. Maybe Ridge Racer. I really like Ridge Racer. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not bad. At this point, I'd probably go like Forza Horizon Three. Okay, I haven't yeah, played I'd any of those. Probably go something Forza related <laughs> at this point. I probably I heard Forza good. for both simulation and real. Forza for yeah, yeah. That, that's a good one. Like I wouldn't pick a Gran Turismo at this point. And Forza has the rewind mechanic, which is very nice, for, especially for new players. Mm. So that's a really good one. That's, a, that's probably the best one to go for both because they both have the rewind. Yeah. So like that, there you go. Instant win. What about tactics? Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. There you go. What about tactics? <laughs> a good tactics game. Entry okay. Mario and Rabbids. Oh, Mario and Rabbids is a good one. I was going to say like. Whatever that like fourth most recent Fire Emblem, the first 3DS one, Awakening. Awakening. Yeah, I'm say not that, a bad but one. actually, I think Rabbids is probably more even friendlier. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, how about um, Metroidvania? Super Metroid. Ooh, yeah. Super Metroid. Yeah, because Super, Super, Super Metroid or Symphony of the Night. <laughs> The reason I didn't go with Symphony of the Night and, and, well, I would choose Super Metroid over it is simply because it does. Symphony of the Night has more stuff to do. Like, it has more numbers and more RPG stuff. And that could be maybe a little daunting. Yeah, I guess I could see that you're right. Like, it, it's a lot more simplified. But still I was going to say, like, um, Ori in the Blind Forest. That's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you don't really need to worry about, like, any stats or anything, really. What about first-person shooter? Call of Duty, just pick the... Yeah, or Halo. I would probably say Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 so good. Yeah. It's so good, and I don't know why, but that game is always $5. Because <laughs> it didn't do very like, well. For whatever reason, every week, that game is $5. Like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's probably something a little older though like maybe halo a halo game those were super easy to get into those are pretty easy to get into as well yeah that's true yeah but that story mode in titanfall 2 what about rpg like a jrpg i'll say like a turn-based old school style (laughs) jrpg okay so like not polygonal like a well it could be polygonal but like a turn-based sort of combat system Okay, all See, right, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Final Fantasy X, then I realized, like, no, that's actually a little... 
complicated at times. It has, yeah, it has some complications. The, the like grid sphere would, would mess new yep. players, yeah. Yep. Like, I think Materia would mess people up, too. That's why I wouldn't even say seven. I mean, six eases you in pretty well. I don't know that I would even say a Final Fantasy as we're talking about this, because there's some mechanics in there. I don't even know what I would pick, really. Um, I thought of Bravely Default. Yeah. But Bravely Default is so good if you play, like, a a different RPG first, and then you realize how streamlined Bravely Default was. Like, how much they, like, eased everything. Everybody's saying Pokemon, and I think they're actually right. Actually, actually <laughs> that actually might one. be the correct answer. Yeah, Pokemon yeah. is a very good one to yeah. do. Yeah, it's, it, it is. Someone is saying it's kind of a different beast. They're right, but like it, it's it's so much of it is the same. Yeah. Yep. That's true. Uh, someone else said Paper Mario for a lot of people with RPGs. Mm-hmm. I could see that as well, or just the Mario RPGs in general, like the Mario and Luigi games. Yeah, that might be a good one too. I think that's probably the majority of the like big genres. All right, right what's sports game? You, it's not per sport. One sports game. Uh, NHL NBA 17. Jam. <laughs> <laughs> NBA Jam's the right answer, but NHL 17 is the one I liked. <laughs> 17? Oh, wait, maybe it was 07 now that I think about it. I can't believe it's been 10 years. I was going to say, did you play hockey last year? I don't I remember like, yeah, this. That would have been pretty recent. Well, two years ago, right? Oh, you're right. That would have been two years ago. Yeah. Been ten years. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god, my Jesus life. Blitz. What have I become? <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm. You know, I'm gonna put this out there. I'm gonna say Rocket League for best sports game. That's. Yeah, that's really good. But that's not like an easy to pick up game, though. I think that is. You just drive the car into the ball. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the the skill level, the skill ceiling in that game is extremely high. Oh, for sure. I could, but I could say that for most games. I think if you were playing against another person or a couple, like if you, there was a group of you and none of you have ever touched it before, I think that's probably or, the fun. Or ever played a sport then you're, outside? <laughs> well, if you're playing Rocket League, <laughs> there's a chance you didn't play a sport outside ever. Um, um, but like, no. Actually, a couple... You can't, go you can't jump in an online match in Rocket League new these days. There's no way. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I played the computer and I was I was fine going through their little like right. tournament or whatever. Uh, Wii Sports is probably the right answer. That is actually the answer for um, sure. And then someone said Mario Tennis, and it's actually probably any Mario sports game yeah. is going to be the one to go with. <clears throat> yep. All right. Any other any other genres we want to hit? Nah, I feel like, like we hit enough action adventure. I guess like action adventure. Maybe one of the Uncharted's. They play pretty smooth and are easy, but they're bullet yeah, spongy though. Like, the enemies. Uncharted That's true, too, but they have like easy, easy modes you can play. Mm. The nice thing is there's not a lot of other stuff going on, and it kind of like forces you down like one path. Yeah, so that's probably a good answer. Yeah. Is actually Uncharted. Because I was thinking like Assassin's Creed, and I was like that would just scare anyone. Oh, roguelike is a good genre suggestion. Rogue like Legacy. Rogue Legacy, probably, because you can kind of brute force your progress. I was going to say, at this point, do you even recommend Isaac anymore? You know, I don't know. It's been I've been out of it so long. There's a whole new game worth of shit in there that I have never seen. I don't even know. 
All right. Last question, yeah. Paul. VGC Kenny wrote in and said, I have a question in three parts. Okay, I guess we'll take the... Oh, okay, they're all together. If Patreon blows up and you can all quit your day jobs, would you? <laughs> Fuck no. yeah. Yeah, sure, why not? No, I wouldn't. I totally would. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're quitting game streaming to just be a game podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no... <laughs> I'm I'm guessing by blow up they mean like it's been months of like a steady it's always going to be at least this then maybe but like I don't trust I yeah in this hypothetical scenario like you're I can't you're set I can't for- live my life thinking that people would pay for me I can't do it, it also, also Patreon's not stable income so well yeah I can, I I would freak have freakouts every night not knowing if I'm gonna be able to pay rent I couldn't do that. Um, what would you do with all the spare time is his second question like probably podcasts <laughs> <laughs> like a lot you'd probably have to do you'd have to do just more podcasts right but how much and do you have to say have to about f- the same fucking game every week <laughs> it's the problem well, I'm just thinking like everything you have to do would have to be for the Patreon everything so, like, yeah I'd probably like put more time and effort into like making things sound good and look good do we not sound yes. good or look good currently? <laughs> but just put even more time. Like I, I could, I could, you know, spend forever like increasing the quality or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Cutting out every like breath, or if I wanted to go crazy. I yeah. I mean, if you don't have like a forty-hour-a-week job anymore, that you, you could do that in probably ten hours a week <laughs> to do that. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> and the last question is: How would you improve the podcast? I guess that's like the same thing. Lasers. Yep. Yep. Lasers. Um, yeah. Make some cool like intro graphics. See, like I could make all this cool like After Effects stuff for all the transitions and whatnot. Here, I have a question for you, listener. How would you improve the podcast? Write in. Yeah. Top down perspective <laughs> at gmail.com. Because <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. We're trying our fucking best here, man. <laughs> We need help. help. God. It's the best we can do. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, John, if people want to send in questions for next week, what can they do? Top down perspective at gmail.com, TDP podcast on Twitter, top down perspective on Facebook, and my P.O. box. <laughs> what's your guys' games of the week? Paul, what's wrong? Dragonfire the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's I missed it. That's just rude. Every, everyone, everyone's <laughs> savage Sean. tonight. Everyone's savage tonight. Ouch! Ouch! Oh man! But we, I'll make a new fifteen dollar tier on Patreon, yeah. and if we reach, if enough people donate at that level, I won't show up on the next podcast. Yeah, but then make a twenty dollar tier that if they reach that <laughs> level, you do show back up. Oh, so they got like right in the middle zone, right there. Yeah. No, 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 no. The way you make it work, you make the $15 tier uh, that Sean has to skip a podcast. Okay. But then it only lasts for one month. And then you move the goal up $5 each month to see if they keep doing it. We find find the threshold of how uh, how much people are willing to pay. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. We can't get rid of Sean, though. Like, let's be real. We can't get rid of Sean. How else would we keep in touch if we weren't using Skype? 
to uh, do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your games of the week? Uh, Panzer Dragoon. Rainbow Six Siege. And mine's Assassin's Creed. Uh, all right, so it's the end of February, so that means uh, the poll for our March game is now live. If you want to vote, if you're a Patreon backer and you'd like to vote for which game we will talk about at the end of March, uh, you can do so right now. The options are Contradiction again, which is currently winning. Maybe it's finally the month where Contradiction uh, wins the poll. Uh, we also have Valhalla and Into the Breach. Those are the three games you can pick from. And as always, uh, those are you can vote at any tier and you can listen to the TDP plus RSS feed at any tier of the, the backing. And next week we should be doing our Hollow Knight episode after we do our regular episode. So look for that uh, in the next week in a week or so. Yeah, that's it. So thanks for listening. That'll be the end of this episode. See you guys next week. Bye, Bye everybody.